0: Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents The Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by TJS Ceramics, Posh Boutique in the Bridges at 57, The Sky in T, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sunny's Pizzeria. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, Good food and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly.
1: Thank you, Zach Dresch, oh man of many talents. You know, since we now host trivia on different nights of the week, it was great to finally make it to see you, my friend. As for Dave Holly, our trivia, we continue to have great crowds at Chasers on Monday nights at 7, a bonus... Tomorrow night, we'll be having trivia at the Sky in T. That'll start at 7 o'clock as well. As for the entertainment we have on today's show, to say the least, it's been a very busy time for actor Whitney Rapata, as she recently did her third show in a row for Goodnight Theater Collective. We talk about her two nominations for Sioux Falls Stage Awards next month. Then later in the show, another Stage Awards nominee and co-host of the event, and my Vaughty's show co-host, Miss Emily Wilson, returns to talk Vaughty's and the stage awards. Plus, we'll tell you who or what gets this week's honorable mention, as well as choose another winner of Pizza with a Podcaster. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve.
0: Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here!
1: So long, hump day and your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty, we can't wait for Friday. So a day early, we start the party. And the weekend eve toast is going out too the air conditioning repairman. No, 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 don't get me wrong. We didn't need to have him, but we live in a duplex and the downstairs neighbors needed it because theirs was sounding a little like a bearing was coming out or something. But since he was over here to take a look at theirs, he just went ahead and made sure that ours was working fine as we make it into the hot, hot, hot summer days. And, uh, you know, air conditioning is a blessing. So thank you, Mr. AC Repair Man, or just Maintenance Man, because he, well, he repaired one, maintenance another, I guess. However you look at it, God bless him, because it feels good at the Dipsy Doodle Productions studio. The Weekend Eve Toast is brought to you by The Sky in Tea. The Sky provides all caps fun. That is best had with friends. So you can have fun playing darts, shooting pool, have fun listening to great live music from local musicians, have fun singing karaoke, have fun testing your knowledge at trivia again tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Maybe you need some room to have a company party, hold the benefit. The Sky's got this big back room. It fits the bill. No matter what's going on at the Sky, it's local and it's lively. It's time to choose a lucky winner of Pizza with a Podcaster. Everyone that follows the Dave Holly Hour, either on Facebook or Instagram, is automatically entered to win a free pizza from Sonny's Pizzeria. We pick a winner each week, and this week we say congratulations to Janet Garner. We'll be in touch with you, Janet, to get you all set up with some jowl-dropping, show-stopping, thin-crust pizza. Pizza with a Podcaster is brought to you by Sunny's Pizzeria, right across from USF at 26th and Waltz, and Sonny's at 81 on South Phillips. Check out the very fun and incredibly flavorful menu online, sunnyspizzeria.com. What made Dave's day? I can't even remember which day. I think I did finally see it Monday morning. But uh, the, the stage awards coming up July 13th in Sioux Falls for Sioux Falls Stage and gallery magazines, and lots of categories. They've expanded some so that uh, they break some of them up a little bit, but there's some mighty tough competition for almost everything. But uh, the one that made me the happiest is Midtown Coffee Radio is up for some Sioux Falls Stage Awards. Congrats to the individuals from that group that are nominated, but the group itself is also nominated and I happen to be in that group, so I'm just a little wee bit proud. So congratulations, Midtown Coffee Radio Hour. You are this week's honorable pension. Later in the show, from the Vaughty's, Emily Wilson recaps what took place last weekend at a benefit show from mighty course and art players and what's in store for the next bodies show. Up next, Whitney Rapana on the Dave Holly
0: Hour. Check out the new Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls. Conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street, TJS Ceramics. We have thousands of classic vintage ceramic mold items and several new items too. TJS Ceramics offers classes through the Sioux Falls Community Education Program and special open studio nights every Thursday evening. Bisque, studio time, or finished custom items are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls today.
2: Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high-quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th.
3: She's a bit flirtatious, but most of all, fun. Once again, here's Dave Hawley.
1: Welcome back, everybody. How should I do it this time? Because you're getting so used to me always saying, it's always a pleasure to talk to Empire Arts and Entertainment, and it's always a pleasure to have new guests on. And this is a young lady that when you see her on stage, you're going to smile, even if she's doing a dramatic role. Uh, She just uh, has been nominated for two Sioux Falls Stage Awards. Whitney Rapana. How are you?
4: I'm doing very well. Glad to have you
1: here at the Dipsy Doodle Production Studios. Well, I'm
4: so happy to be here. Yeah,
1: and uh, it's uh, working out well because, uh, well, you were telling me that you work from home Mm -hmm. uh, and you're a freelancer. Yes. So whereas I work from home, there are certain times that i must be on right. <laughs> and and can't be doing this type of stuff but mm-hmm. it works great that uh, you could uh, make it work today and so thankful for that and so thankful that you are so involved in being on the stage. Oh, well, thank yeah. you. Yeah. And you know, you've been on my radar for a while anyway. It's just, it, it kind of started off like, well, well who's this Whitney? Sure. <laughs>
0: oh, Oh, yeah. I
1: remember her from that. Yep. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's like boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how many Goodnight Theater Collective and other mm-hmm. things have you been in in a row?
4: Well... In a row, I had three shows that overlapped. Yeah. And it was so great. It was so wonderful. That's kind of the dream, Uh you know, to just never stop working. Um, (laughs) But I was also in Little Women right Right. before Christmas. recall that. And um, then my first show, my first time being on stage in Sioux Falls was actually last Christmas, Christmas Mm -hmm. 2021, with the Yuletide Cabaret. And so altogether, it's been five good night shows, and I feel very, very... Uh Oh, Lucky wow. about that. Yeah, no wonder you're getting <laughs>
1: recognized then. <laughs> What's been the most fun out of this ride
4: then? Oh, my goodness. What a hard question. Honestly, um, these shows have been such a gift. They came at like... A point in my life when I was feeling a little bit down and mm-hmm. life just felt so hard and the stage just like uplifts you you know and True. this company in particular has really done that for me so it's hard to choose one but I do think that Little Women really felt like such a gift and it came at a really great time in my life
2: okay
1: all right uh but uh, you know you've been in cabarets and so <laughs> forth too and uh you know I, I didn't know whether to just say that uh, uh it's going to be the actor Mm. That's gonna be on or do we say actor, singer, dancer?
4: Oh <laughs> I just call myself an actor that sings and
1: dances, that sings and dances once dances. in a while. Okay. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh not once in a while.
1: It's been a lot lately. Um, and, and and very well oh, to well, all three you. of those things. Thanks. Actor
4: and a singer
1: and and dancer. Uh when did you start acting?
4: Um, I started at a young age. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, this sort of child that was always putting on a show, Um, you know, like in the living room or in my bedroom for family members, Um, and I... Was very brave, I've heard, you know, would always like just go ask strangers if they wanted to hear me sing or um, would just go hop up on a stage if I saw one and just start, you know, (laughs) singing and, (laughs) and performing. And so my parents were like, let's get her, you know, on an actual stage with a real director. And so I think it happened very young. I think my first play was probably around five I don't know if I had any lines, um, but <laughs> <laughs> and from there, um, I did like Missoula Children's Theater, which yes. toured through the schools. Yeah. I did that a lot. And then That's any a great program. It, it was. Yeah. And it helped me so much. It shaped a lot of what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then any local theater that was available. Um, local and, being where? Well, I my childhood mostly was in the Black Hills. I grew okay. up in Lee Deadwood. And so um, there was a community theater there. And... Um, I feel like my big break <laughs> was in third grade when I got to play Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. Oh, goodness. And it felt like a huge responsibility. Right. And um, it was so, so fun. And I still have lots of fa- fond memories of that. Mm-hmm. And um, my parents did a really good job. They really... You know, they put me in piano lessons and voice lessons, and kind of reminded me that if this was something that I wanted, that it took work and discipline, right. and didn't didn't push me. They never felt like stage parents. Uh-huh. but they just reminded me, um, that hard work would pay off someday. and so, and and so I'm so grateful that they gave me those opportunities.
1: You know, we hear about uh, people taking music lessons, yes, um, and speaking lessons, things along that line. Did you end up then ever taking acting lessons?
4: Yes. Well, I mean, I went to school for acting. Okay. Yep. And so I think there was this time kind of like in my senior year when, you know, you're asked at like 17 or 18, what would you like to do with the rest of your life? Right. <laughs> and I knew I wanted to be on the stage and it was sort of a matter of like, do I want to choose to pursue just music or do I want to act as well? And... Um, it was actually a one-act festival um, here in Sioux Falls. Okay. And it was Kim Bartling.
1: <gasps> Love Kim.
4: <laughs> she probably doesn't remember me, but she's had such an impact because um, she—I had like admired her, and she had judged so many things that right. I had done before. And I was still trying to like make some tough decisions. And she said, "You know what? I don't have much to say except for I really just believed you. I believed everything you did. And I thought, cool, I'll be an actor." You know, and that kind of did it. (laughs) And so I went to undergrad for theater um, at a school that kind of had like conservatory training um, for acting specifically. And then I went to grad school for acting. I got an MFA in acting with an emphasis in directing because... I just can never make a choice. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I just right. want to do it all. So we, we've seen you
1: then on stage. <laughs> and uh, so will we be seeing anything you direct?
4: Yes, I'm so excited. I get to direct um, Miracle on 34th Street, which will be a radio play. Uh-huh. And that's going to be for the Good Night uh, Theater Collective. Oh, fantastic. This yep, this coming S- holiday Will
1: that be season. the first uh, big directing
4: um or, here in Sioux Falls
1: okay
2: yeah
4: yep and so I've directed a few things I was in Chicago before moving back to Sioux Falls and so oh, I directed a few wow, things yeah. there and I did a lot of directing um for schools uh while I was getting my training and so this will be I'm I'm really excited to direct here in this city
1: what was the f- you you mentioned uh, getting Dorothy at a very young age mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. then you know when it was uh, all your schooling is done mm-hmm. and so forth what was the role that you landed and went,
4: yes. During school? Oh, man. Or, or right yeah. after, even. Yeah. Well, I think in school, school is such a weird time because most of your experience comes in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And... Um, casting is, you know, everybody wants the big roles. And I didn't get a whole lot of big roles in school. But I did um, get to play Cherie in Bus Stop um, by Inge. Oh. And um, it was so exciting because Marilyn Monroe right. had been the one to play that on film. And I was like, I get to play a role that Marilyn Monroe played. <laughs> I thought I was the coolest. And I think that was the first time that I really got to kind of flex um my humor skills or play something that was mm-hmm. like a little bit silly maybe and I just went for it and I got a lot of great feedback and and felt right at home in that role so. did
1: you also just go for it in the audition for that then yes okay yep,
4: yep. um in bold. yeah <laughs> yep and I knew I wanted it and in school, I think it's rare that you actually get what you want. Mm. Um, professors always know better than their <laughs> students. <laughs> um, but I I did want that and I got it. And um, it, it kind of like reassured me that I had made some good choices and that I could keep pursuing this right. path.
1: What is the role that you desire?
4: Oh, the role. Um, I don't know. That's a really hard question because there's so many. And sometimes I'm kind of like... I think I need to wait to age into a few of the roles mm-hmm. that I want to play someday. Uh, you know, Lady Macbeth, for one. Um, Martha in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf is a huge dream. Um, yeah, there's other musical theater roles, too, that I... Right. Yeah. Um, I really have my heart set on Jenna in Waitress. That'll be, that'll happen someday, someday soon, hopefully. (laughs) Um, And I've always wanted to play Roxy Hart in Chicago, Uh, mostly for the dancing. Mm -hmm. I love to do Fosse. And so... So, Yeah, those are a few of my bucket list roles. It changes frequently. <laughs> oh, I, I don't count that, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, even uh, at my ripe age of 60, mm-hmm. what's on my bucket list uh, today is different than it was, you know, five, ten years ago, mm-hmm. too. Right, so, right. yeah, <laughs> and I actually did get one of them off the list.
4: Which one was that?
1: Get a standing ovation
4: for oh, really? For, yes. Yeah, for
1: something on stage. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah, and. Uh, I actually kind of wept a little bit. Yeah, there's nothing like it, right? Yes. oh, wow, you know, I just got appreciated for something that I love Mm -hmm. doing. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah,
1: so that's always a biggie. Yeah. Uh, You know, and I I feel, or don't feel, but I I feel great for, like, all these kids in DAPA and so forth. Because, first of all, when I was involved uh, being one of the directors in DAPA, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, 20 years ago now, I think, or Mm -hmm. along that line, and um, you know, saw what uh, they would put out at that point versus what they put out now. These huge right. productions, mm-hmm. and every standing ovation they get is deserved. It's yes. not just that grandma and grandpa, mom and dads are standing up; it's everybody knowing that this was awesome.
4: They are really something. You know, so shows, that, so yeah. they get
1: that feeling mm-hmm. at that young age, and mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully will continue to do things. That will get them those standing o's all the yeah, rest of their life. Yep, yeah. yeah.
2: And
4: that really shapes and molds someone's character, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm i not involved with the DAPA program, but I know people who are, and I'm just so impressed with that program. And yeah. that wasn't around for me as a kid. When I moved here, there just weren't the opportunities that there are now. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's really exciting. And it's such a gift to the community. Um, and it's just going to keep, I mean, I really hope it just keeps growing and growing. So.
1: What do you love about being on stage?
4: Mm, I love a lot of things about being on stage, but really, I love the freedom that it gives me. I think I'm a very type A personality. I'm the older, (laughs) the oldest sibling. And, you know, I think there's this pressure in life to do everything well and correctly Mm -hmm. that i've always put on myself (laughs) and there's something so freeing about playing you know stepping into someone else's shoes there's things that i would do on stage that i would never do in real life (laughs) um and yeah it's it's a way it it sounds so silly but I know I'm doing it well when I stop thinking and just really, really live in that moment. Right. When
1: when you become that character. Yes. Not yep. just that you are that role. Yep, yeah.
4: yep. And it's almost like my mind kind of stops spinning and I'm able just to live. And I, I'm i not really able to do that anywhere else except for when I'm on stage. You know so. what? The
1: question I, I've never asked <laughs> yeah. of uh, actors and when we talk about this getting into the role so, so heavily and so forth is, what about when intermission hits?
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's true. You know, all of a sudden, the wheels start, and yeah,
1: <laughs> and, and then boom, you gotta, and mm. and you might even look at your phone or something and catch up on stuff. Right, right. And then the curtain yeah. opens or the lights go up again for uh, the second act. Mm-hmm. How do you get back to it? Yeah, that quickly.
4: I think all actors work a little bit differently, and mm-hmm. some, uh, you know, some are very method and will live in those character that character shoes morning to night until the project's over i don't know if that's the healthiest way to live but <laughs> <laughs> um i try hard to stay focused over intermission and i think it's important to bond with the cast and to still acknowledge the people that you're around but i usually try to find like a quiet place and and stay somewhere in the world of the play um
1: yeah. uh and then uh By the same token, then, you know, you talked about the fact that there are people that will take on a character and become that all throughout life Mm -hmm. until Mm -hmm. this show. Uh, So what about uh, before you go on stage? Do you have any particular routines that you like to Mm -hmm. go through?
4: Yeah, I I never know when, like, I put the character on, so to say, but I do have sort of a routine where I do, like, some stretches, some vocal warm ups, and then I just need a quiet time of reflection, mostly, Mm -hmm. And I um, will always look over my script and my notes before a performance. No matter how well you think you know something, there's always discoveries to make. And so I just like to visualize the the words and also kind of the playwright's intention. And that really usually helps me kind of get in the zone.
1: Are you a, a good improviser if something goes wrong on stage?
4: If something goes wrong on stage, yes. Um, in life. No, like <laughs> improv has been one of those things that I've never I've I've never really tried. I was taught a little bit in school, um, but on stage, I feel like I'm able to, you know, pick up the ball. And hopefully mm-hmm. I mean, the hope is always that you're doing a new show every night that it, it's never exactly True. the same. Yeah. And I think that's really exciting. And so, yeah, I, I like improving on stage a little bit, not lines, so to say, but mo- that moment to moment feeling is great.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, what's been one of the best moments you've had then that you've had to overcome and, uh, you know, keep the ball rolling?
4: Mm. <laughs> I was in a show um, called Spike Heels, and um, I had a scene where I was in a kitchen and I had to like prepare food, and I'm not in the- very good in the kitchen. <laughs> anyway, and so I was preparing this food and um I spilt everything.
1: Oh my.
4: And had to clean it up like in the scene. And it totally worked and it was probably one of the best moments. <laughs> also in that same show, um, I was supposed to, you know, put a record on and go dance to it. And for whatever reason, the sound cue wasn't coming on. <laughs> so <laughs> I sang the song myself and danced to my own singing. And everyone, I mean, it's just so funny because it it really forces you to do something new. Right. And everyone was like, this was the best night so <laughs> far. <laughs> oh, that's Fantastic.
1: <laughs> All right. So you are up for a couple of stage awards with Sioux Falls Stage. (laughs) Mm -hmm. How did you feel when that came out?
4: I was surprised. I mean, so, so grateful. Um, And I mean, like really honored that people are even watching these shows, coming to these shows. I feel so lucky that the community is so supportive. Um, And so it was really great. And both of those shows were really, really wonderful experiences. So... Um, to be nominated is exciting. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I'm very proud of a, a stage award I got the first year they ever did it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, for ded- special dedication for doing the podcast and just talking about everything. Oh, yeah. Everything. Well, that's it's like, well, oh, that's easy. I love doing that. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I hope that uh, you, you win something. But if not, uh, like they always say, you know, it's, it's always great to be nominated. Plus, yeah. the other thing is, uh, in this community, we got a boatload
4: of talent. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yes. I'm really just looking forward to, because I haven't gone, um, and I mean, I moved to Sioux Falls in 2021, so Mm -hmm. everything still feels really new to me, and I'm still meeting lots of people. Um, So I'm really just looking forward to going and supporting everyone that I've worked with and meeting more people. Um, Yeah, it's going to be a great night.
1: You know, uh, in, in that respect, one of the things that gets talked about often on this show is theater family mm, mm-hmm. and uh, so you've got your theater family of uh you know being in good night theater collective mm-hmm. but when they have different artists in every show and so forth and uh, the shows you've been in with them continue to grow yeah uh, so uh, how many christmas cards do you have to send out
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean the more the merrier, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Although this year you're directing yes. Miracle on thirty fourth yeah. Street, so you know, you're gonna be responsible for everybody's Christmas card everybody. and that thing. Uh, was that was that a show that you wanted to direct? Or did um, they come to you and say, you know, Whitney, this might be yours.
4: Yeah, they came to me. I had to kind of let them know that this was something that I was interested in and that mm-hmm. I had, um, I, you know, my education was in directing and I had done it before. And so if they ever needed needed someone, if they were looking for someone, I'd hope that they would reach out. And um, Luke, Luke Tatchy, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he had reached out and kind of, you know, said, we're, this is our season. Would you be interested in this show? And I was like, the Christmas show? Absolutely. <laughs> oh,
1: good for you. All right. Uh, so when it uh, comes to directing, what type of director are you?
4: Mm. Um, I hope that I'm an actor's director, mm-hmm. meaning I just really, really love the process. And I really love seeing the potential that actors have and when they follow their gut and their instincts and when they have all these ideas. And I just want to always encourage them to go for it. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I hope that I'm the director that helps actors make those discoveries about themselves.
1: And is that something you picked up from the shows you've been in and you respect that and just want to carry it on? Yeah. yep. Yeah. And
4: since most of my training is in acting, I always realize sort of like what has helped me along the way. And I kind of have this toolbox um, that can be used in various ways uh, to, to yeah, get people where they need to go, I think.
1: When asked about your acting, mm. uh, if someone says, well, tell me, what kind of actor are you?
4: <laughs> w- what do you
1: feel you bring to the stage?
4: Mm-hmm. Hopefully an authenticity. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you forget maybe that we're all actors on stage and that y- you really are able to absorb the story that we're telling. And I think that's what's so special about even like these cabarets is that, um, each song is its own little story that we get to tell, and and so ultimately, I think I'm a storyteller, ah, and okay. um, whether directing or acting, um, I I just really really love that form of communication.
1: Yeah, well, I've seen you in the the cabarets and so forth, but uh, this last one, the road trip cabaret, <laughs> uh, was just so enjoyable. Um, what was your because you this was the first time i got to hear you sing a lot
4: oh okay yeah, yeah. Uh, it, yep.
1: and what was your favorite song
4: oh i loved singing dust in the wind um mm. with Kansas. emily yeah. yeah yep um she sang that so beautifully and i just got to kind of join in and listen to her and um that that song was really really special um i you know love aretha so it was kind of fun to get to re- sing an aretha song uh-huh. <laughs> that's not something i get to do very often um then also like our group numbers you know we open with like life is a highway yeah that's one of <laughs> um, my favorite tunes yep, yep and then one of our close you know we're ending with boston and i don't know what yeah. could be better and i mean it's not often that i get to sing rock and roll <laughs> <laughs> um it was so yeah it was great
1: when you're not on the stage, do mm-hmm. you go out and sing, you know, karaoke or anything?
4: No, I'm, no.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. I'm not a
4: karaoke so singer, So the stage but... <laughs> brings it out in you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for
1: sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Whitney Rapata, it's uh, it's been a pleasure. I always have uh, two questions that I like to end with. Sometimes don't need the second because answer to the first might take care of it. But when you're not part of the arts and entertainment world, mm-hmm. what do you like to be entertained by?
4: Um, let's see. I, you know, especially now that summer's here, I really love being outside. Mm-hmm. I have a dog, so we spend a lot of out- time outside and I spend a lot of time with my family oh. and we'll play games or watch movies. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I spend my free time. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, any other hobbies?
4: Um, I'm trying to get back into piano. I do know how to mm-hmm. play but I've really <laughs> kind of abandoned it for a few years. So I'm, d- I'm doing that. I also play the ukulele. I'm self-taught there. And so I'm working on that. Um, so those would be my two, two hobbies. Yeah.
1: Oh, fantastic. <laughs> it's been so great getting to know you more. Well, thank you. Uh, and uh, thank you uh, not just for taking time to be on the show, but for everything that you do being in shows. Uh, and the uh, well-deserved <laughs> nominations for you as well. Oh, well, thank and you. I appreciate I, I that. I do know one of the voters. <laughs> <laughs> all right Whitney Repetta thank you so much thank you Dave <laughs> and uh, we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment
2: comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right he can't play the piano but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips his shows always make the participants the stars especially when they've fallen asleep on stage uh, I mean they've been hypnotized Are you the party planner in your group? Then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how.
0: For booking information, go to Jesse Moffitt Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E-M-O-F-F-I-T-T. Or call 605-929-0964.
2: Check out the new ceramic Studio in Sioux Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics. Bisque Studio Time or finished custom items are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls today. Arts and
3: entertainment lovers, you hit the mark. It's the Dave Holly Hour.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Oh, my goodness gracious. How will Dave introduce it this time? Just to be able to say it's always a pleasure to talk to Empire Arts and Entertainment. And a pleasure to have this young lady back so soon, too.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: But we have lots of reasons to uh, talk to Miss Emily Wilson because. As uh, many of you know, she is now my new co-host with The Bodies, the variety show that we put on. We just had our first one Mm -hmm. in the new regime uh, this Mm -hmm. past weekend, and it was a great show. Uh, The talent was just absolutely knock your socks off, Yeah, Uh, and we've got another one coming up in another month, but we still have to talk about some other stuff with you, Uh because... You are also next month, Uh you are going to be one of the hosts of the Sioux Falls Stage Awards. Yep. Along with Chris Andrews. Chris Andrews. Yay. And he is an absolute joy of a man. I was about to say something else really quickly because (laughs) I do have to give him grief because he was not able to make it to our Vaudis show. And he had. He had uh, messaged and said, you know, I'm going to be out, sorry, but I wish you harm to your lower torso. (laughs) Yes. You know, paraphrasing, break a leg. So how does the Vaudi's start off this past weekend? Oh, my
3: God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and chris whenever you hear this or or whatever you are going to feel so bad that you caused dave to trip on cords <laughs> and eat eat it on stage oh Should i we? did <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> it odd. was quite a trip that <laughs> show <laughs>
3: An audible gasp from the entire audience. Everybody's wondering if this is the end of the Dave Holly.
1: <laughs> Thankfully, Matt D was already on stage, and he's a good-sized guy oh. with some muscles, and he helped me up. Yes. Uh, only had just a little uh, raspberry on the side okay. of a knee. Good.
3: I was worried how you're going to feel
1: the Lower, next day. Lo- oh, I felt it. I was wondering, but was wondering. but not really until, um, I had a good sleep. Good. That helped. And then I woke up and it's like, oh, uh, slept a long time, though. And it was like, but I still have so much to do today. So then, you know, got all the, the households done and took care of all that stuff. And then some more Tylenol and some more ibuprofen and some ice behind the back and some ice and a little glass. <laughs> and the medicinal purposes that I use something for went to work. And it was awesome. I had a great time after that. Just kept thinking back to it as well. So as your first time as a co-host and co-producer of The Vaughty's, what's your take on it?
3: It was spectacular. I, you know, um, I was blown away by the talent every single act brought. Matt D just wow like how does he live here how, how how is he here how is he not touring like wow wow and then i went home and my husband wasn't able to make it because you know kids um but i was like chris you have to listen to this guy like we have to download everything he has you have to listen to this i'm like this is this is your summer sit on the patio drink a beer kind of music and he sat there and listened to it and he's like how hope I never heard of this guy. He was right. phenomenal. He's a am- so good. Yeah. So good. And so that, yeah, just hearing Matt for the first time and just the soul that he brings to his performances and just, just him and his guitar were so, so entrancing. And he was just, you know, he just has that. You're just drawn to watching him, just a man and his yeah. guitar. And it was just so good. And, and, um, Wow
1: wow and everything original everything original Singer, songwriter, and, and, just, and just yeah i was yeah. like
3: this this guy is is you know like some concert like concert concerts i've been yeah. to so he was just wow so um yeah any chance i can to catch him from here on out we are there we're gonna download everything it was so good <laughs> loved it and then jeff and his magic inside a hand and his comedy was just an absolute delight he was just so much fun and he brought some good fun adult humor to it and just you know was so so sweet and so fun and just kept the show moving and and i mean you know, sometimes you're like, oh, maybe, maybe. No, couldn't pick. Up. I mean, I was like, "How do, uh, you're doing these tricks. <laughs> uh, I can't fight, figure this out. And,
1: yeah. I, you know,
3: all the things. It was just so fun to see in his audience engagement. Everybody was willing to do it. And everybody pulled off the trick and was just completely blown away by it. And it was so fun.
1: Well, you know, I've, I've seen him perform over oh, the past 15, 20 years. He's been performing for over 30. And uh, it's really been the past oh i think about 20 that we've known each other uh and he's become a a very good friend and we have a lot of the same philosophies on things and so forth and entertaining and i thought that was the best rapport he's ever had with an audience
3: oh it was so good it was so funny and debbie was up there and she was just the cutest and and the jokes (laughs) and just uh, she was just it was so good it was so fun and. I really, really enjoyed it. And man, if I have the opportunity to catch him again, I absolutely will. Or if you need to hire somebody for some sort of party entertainment, hire him. He was so good. It was so, so lovely. And then Nathan Holtz came up and just Nathan Holtz it. I made it a.
1: You know, a, that's a way to say it yeah. now, isn't it? Hey, let's Nathan Holtz this. Let's Nathan <laughs> Holtz
3: it. I mean, the man just, just is, you know, Oh, I hope he remembers me when he's big someday, you
1: know? <laughs> see, I think the same thing. It's like, okay, when I see him, just even the way that he stands there and, and holds a mic. Yeah. And the way that he develops his bits and, and the callbacks to those as well. Yes. Is just so great. And I look at him and I go, this is the guy. I mean, I love the comedians we have in town. Yes. And uh, there there are about uh, four of them that I really think are really solid but Nate is at the top of that list for the one of who could we end up seeing on late night?
3: Oh, absolutely. Hands down. No, no doubt about it. Just so I've I've done quite a bit of work with Nate just throughout the years because mm-hmm. um, somehow I've tricked him into thinking to um, hire me for stuff. And <laughs> and um, I've I've seen him do his routine quite a bit and even just how he mixed up this past show and his routine and his i love my wife bit just doing it differently this time and how it kind of he swapped it in and out i was like look at you i don't Mm -hmm. i don't know if this is something he's been crafting and working on or if this is just something he did in the moment because he is also a phenomenal improviser and so it was just really fun to watch his work again and see the things and see how he's crafting them differently and see how he's kind of honing them and making them tighter and just funnier. And the audience was so with him. Mm -hmm. And just the stories he would tell about experience he's had and the audience is sitting just reacting to, you know, him talking about experiences that he's had. And the audience is booing um, (laughs) for just how he's been treated. And then they're cheering for successes he's had. And the audience is there with him along every peak and valley of the story that he's told. And even if he's trying something just kind of off the cuff, you know, he's like, you know, I, I like that he really tried to throw a pun or a dad joke in there—a very Zach Dresh, and he's like, "Yeah, Zach Dresh couldn't be here, yeah. knowing that he just—it was close, but it just wasn't like the Zach." You know, like the Zach pun, the Zach dad jokes. So I just think it was fun that he's just like, "Okay, I try," you know, just move along. But it, and just the stories that he was able to tell and how how funny they are and how I mean, you are you're there and you're champing for him and you know, he's there for you as the audience and he is a good person. a yeah, good And he's
1: also there for other performers yes. too.
3: Yes. He was, he is there for everyone. He's taking it in. He's laughing. He's delighting. I saw him talking to Jesse about his act afterwards and just kind of, you know, sharing, you know, their knowledge of their, their crafts together. So that was just kind of cool to see them build that connection. But also just, just, you know, he's a good good person and just is so talented and so funny and so smart even though he's not a doctor anyway um, his brother is well yeah yeah it's an inside I know, joke
1: I know that uh quite well yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's an
3: inside joke anyway uh but I just uh, I mean I i I never tire of seeing Nate yeah. do his routine and his joke that he closed out with I remember when he he launched that one, and I just was like, that is so absurd and so funny. And I've heard him do it a billion times, and I'm still like, yeah, it's still, still absurd, yep. and it's still funny, and I love it, and I'm not even going to do it, because you just have to see Nate do it, because there is no way I can do justice to Nate telling that joke. So, <laughs> it is, yeah. And then, and then whew, oh my gosh, last, Ember.
1: Absolutely. Wow, all capital letters and, uh, you know, seven exclamation points at least.
3: Yes. Last Ember, you guys, um, we have fire dancers in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And we are so lucky because I saw some a couple months ago in a different community. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. This is really cool, really fun. These two. Oh my God, next level, amazing, mm-hmm. so good. And just like the fire so close to their body. I'm like, Ooh, oh my God. But mm-hmm. like, they're phenomenal. And it was so, again, enchanting and entrancing. And it's just so beautiful watching them do their thing and dance with fire. And, and it was just fun. And the, the fire whip was amazing. <laughs> like, I, you know, I was just like, this... This is something, you know, like, this is a highlight. This is this is a performance. And it was just, just, oh, I don't even know if I know the words anymore. How many more words can I throw on there? But, man, let's, let's get these. We had. Let's get these people on some big stage in front of thousands of people.
1: True. Uh, that's what needs to happen. Yeah. No doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, in the history of Vaughty's, we had uh, several firsts.
3: Okay.
1: First, uh, Danger Act. A fire yeah uh first time nate holtz was in it first time matt d was in it jesse and i were the only two that had ever been around since the early days the inception of the Ooh. bodies and then of course you your first time mm-hmm. and our first outdoor show yes that was fun and it was fun mother nature timed everything just right
3: she was actually very nice
1: yeah she was a little wet early on, at about two o'clock, it's all right. and then get it another out of your little system. shot later. But then, boom! What a great night! I mean, and the timing for the sun to be going down as the fire dancers yes, come out.
3: Yes, so it was perfect for the fire. So you get the full effect. Not hot. I'm gonna say it because it's South Dakota's weather. We talk about it. Not hot. <laughs> not windy. Not buggy. Not too still. Not humid. Not not yeah. not. It was like one of those. Oh my gosh this is why i live here weather days which are <laughs> like we get 10 but hey they make a stay <laughs> yeah and
1: we used to you know we raised a couple hundred bucks for a great organization mcap Yay! which you happen to be on the board of I directors am on the for board of, yes. uh and uh, so it was uh, fun to do that and to know that uh, there are going to be more vaude's coming up next month july 7th it's a friday but uh, I'm one of those. And I love to play off numbers and puns and different things like that. And we're going to do the show at 7 o'clock. It'll be, so the date will be 7-7 at 7. At 7.
3: Lucky 7s. Yes,
1: Lucky 7s. So, you know, when you start seeing some of the graphics for this, you will uh, probably see some slot machine things. All Let's right. Uh, but uh, we once again have a great lineup coming to mm-hmm. you. Casey Kustack is going to be our comic. Then we have a young lady by the name of Allegra who can sing like an angel. Yay. And she's going to do some Broadway and show tune type things. <gasps> I can't uh, wait. The Broads from Broadcast Theater yes. are going to be there doing a scene or two from some previous or maybe an upcoming to promote a new show. Oh, a little uh, teaser well, from yeah, the so Broads. Yes, we're going to tease. The we Broads love. are teasing, aren't yes, they? Yes, <laughs> let's do it. And then our musical guest will be... Nobody could know. Oh yeah, no. But uh, I know if them. you know who they are, you know them well. Michael Sorensen and Pierce Hoffman, yes. and those guys play wonderful stuff. You'll you'll find them around town, uh, playing at to some of the breweries or you know like a Barrel House, uh, once in a while, and just absolutely a joy to mm-hmm. watch because mm-hmm. it's you're not just getting some great musicians and great singers, you are getting entertainment with yes. those two yes. and it's just a uh, fun in, in that way no doubt about that and then after we do that then we'll probably start going oh we got to think of something in the fall
3: we got to think of something in the fall yeah. yeah
1: we do uh but uh we'll we'll wait for that after the july show yes. which will be at wild prairie winery, winery out near brandon yes so we're gonna be in Boy, that'll be two times in a row out in that area then. Yeah. Corson, and now out at the winery. Yes. So
3: Wild Prairie Winery, if you have not been there, is on Victoria, I can't remember her husband's name, Wild, their their farm, and they have the winery there in this big old barn, and it is just so warm and cozy and inviting. And there's so many little wineries that I've been to in various parts of the country that just reminds you of this, where you get you know, their wine that they make with their produce and different currents and things that they bring in and make it their very own and it's so good and it's just I mean you feel like you're just on your own your family's farm and you're just there and your family and you're hanging out and just enjoying good wine and peaceful ser- scenery and just can relax and take in just the this- not stillness but just take in mm-hmm. and, and relax for once it's just kind of like you step outside of a rush in the busyness of yeah. of life and you can just stop and take a moment to relax which is so lovely about their place
1: yeah and uh, i i saw actually the broads uh one of their shows uh, yes
3: the, yes out of that barn of a
1: winery and it was uh, absolutely fantastic uh so they're already used to it so yes. people that have uh, followed the broads are used to where that's going to be then mm-hmm. uh and we will get to uh, you know the full directions uh, not only on the Facebook page in the next week uh but to also on the website the which will also uh by <laughs> tomorrow morning <laughs> friday morning uh will have a uh, the site for buying tickets we will have an actual ticket site just like the big people in small theaters are out here. Moving so, on yeah. up. yep, that we'll so we're going to take care of that. Uh and that's just going to be a, a delight of a show. Really looking forward to that and tickets only $15. Fantastic price to get your butts in their seats. Yes. to watch their acts and watch us. Watch us. Yes. It was a joy uh working with you. It was lovely. Uh you know. In fact, I think that's is that the first time we've worked together, other than I was in, like, one improv scene for um, Improv Falls once?
3: Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah,
1: so we're off to a good start. Here we are. <laughs> keep on keeping on. No doubt about that. Uh, so Improv Falls, uh, taking a uh, hiatus for the summer?
3: Yeah, this is... Okay. Um, when we started, we tried to keep pu- plugging through the summer. We just found it was very hard to kind of get people in the door and to be wanting to sit and be performed too. Um, I think in the summer, since we're, you know, so limited on our ability to just sit outside Mm -hmm. um we found that it's just better for us to just perform like through the calendar the school calendar year and then also it gives us some time to just kind of take a breather spend time with our families like chris i know his family they're big campers and they like to go and do that sort of stuff and just my family we we really like to camp and you know we're so busy that it's just kind of nice to also just have one one less thing to constantly be pushing pushing to do in the summer and then it gives people you know i mean uh, they start to miss it after a while. And they're yeah, So, so that's, then that's it's like, like oh,
1: when well, they come back. Yeah. Just, just makes the heart grow <laughs> fonder.
3: But, but it, it, it's mostly just from our experiences that we've had that it's just kind of, you know, it's it's just so we can have a little bit more family mm-hmm. time because we and get... And a
1: respite too. And yeah, a respite, yeah. 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 So, Do some other things. Yeah. Because it doesn't mean you won't be doing comedy because you that's me, right. Zach Dresh yes. on uh, Friday, June 23rd. And...
3: Uh, right, right let me double check because i can't remember okay
1: i want to say the 23rd you're
3: probably right
1: it's been drilling into my mind i at this age don't remember many things but i'm pretty sure on this one
3: well i am faltering in many and, things and if
1: your uh, apple tells us differently
3: no you're right you're right okay okay so i just need to keep my mouth shut i mean (laughs) duh but (laughs) why did okay anyway
1: but you're going to be the host in the open i am and then zach will be the headliner and i'll be in betwixt
3: there we are
1: yeah but boy have i got some fun stuff i've been working on for that one good yeah so i'm I'm getting ready for that because that's the next project then we got the bodies after that yes uh and then i will also hopefully be taking a rest uh, for a while with the exception of this the the podcast will continue uh and because you know uh, i like doing it consistently mm-hmm. for one thing mm-hmm. uh but the other thing is we're still gonna have a lot of entertainment going on throughout the summer oh. The levitt uh everybody downtown uh and there's still you know if if it's not a production from the Premier playhouse or from old town or from mcap They have camps going on yes, and other projects that are just phenomenal. So we will uh, keep you on top of all that throughout the summer. Uh, And then like uh, we kind of mentioned, you know, hopefully uh, in the uh, fall, we'll have another fun show lined up. Yes. We will be working on that uh, very soon. But in the meantime, you know, we started with it that uh, you and Chris Andrews, who is one of your uh, improv partners from Improv Falls, will be the co-hosts of sioux falls stage awards july 13th
3: yes yes and that's a thursday that's yes, for right? sure i'm yep
1: see now you're remembering that one because it's like oh yeah i got that <laughs> gotta be there yeah i, hey, uh, I double checked will, <laughs> will there be as many uh costume changes this year
3: i don't know what chris has up his sleeve i'm sure he's gonna outdo me
1: um he just might. He's that type of guy. He, isn't he? might. He yeah. might.
3: I have yet to go pick up my wardrobe for okay. this, so we'll see uh, what I figure out. What okay. I, All I... right.
1: Now, the thing that I'm really interested in, though, is uh, you happen to be up for an award. Mm-hmm. He happens to be up for an award.
3: Uh huh.
1: And Impra Falls has some awards are up for. Yes. What's gonna happen if? You are presenting, but you're not actually presenting the awards. They have different presenters. They
3: have different presenters. Uh,
1: But, you know, what happens if you just walk off stage because you gave somebody the thing to present and all of a sudden your name's called? What's happening at that point?
3: (laughs) Well, if it's Chris Andrews, it's we're going to have to shove him on stage so he can accept that award he deserves. Um, if it's me, you might have to pick me up off of the floor. Um, I uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I guess, I guess uh, don't don't be I don't plan a costume change during that time. I
1: guess yeah, uh, that might be good. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, that uh, could have been an issue. It could be an yeah. issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're sorry. The program is going to be delayed <laughs> for another four minutes while Emily Fish <laughs> well, is um, putting on. A, a different n- outfit a different
3: outfit i guess if either of us win i think we will be honestly quite shocked um cuz i mean we got a few people up against us that um like oh
1: yeah there's some competition I mean, no doubt about that some
3: stiff competition yeah so uh, i guess we'll see All right. i guess we'll see what what happens and
1: i guess i'm somewhat up for an award Midtown Coffee Radio Hour. Midtown Coffee Radio. Yeah, yep. as a series. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's,
3: you're you're competing against us.
1: I know it. <laughs> watch out. Uh, then- well, I I probably won't get up on stage because I think our seats will be way back there. <laughs> By the time everybody else is giving their acceptance, Dave will be using his cane getting up there. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs>
3: yeah so an independence that i was in we're up for an award
1: that's right i forgot about that and betty
3: and greta which is exciting so yeah
1: that'll be fun see who comes out with the mighty stage (laughs) award yes indeed all right what else is going on for you these days as if all of that isn't Is enough. Is that
3: not enough? Yeah. Uh well keeping on. Um just trying to brainstorm and bring some things to life out at Corson for goals I have out there. Um, you know, I got the one kiddo playing baseball this yeah. summer, so so doing the baseball thing with with him. Um I've got the one kid who's really busy with scouts and his camp stuff. So yeah. just keeping that going and then just all of our family stuff that we we're trying to cram in there and uh vacation and work and is that enough
1: i think you got it yeah yeah any time for anything else then
3: no i didn't think
1: so well maybe
3: maybe a run or two we'll see Ah. see if i can keep that up so Yeah.
1: yeah Now, you've actually run marathons. Half. Oh, marathon, just halves. You've you never j- run the full? full
3: I don't. You know, I have ran quite a few halves. Um, I don't know how many off the top of my head, but less than 15, more than seven, somewhere in there. Okay. Um and every time I have finished a half marathon, I have never thought, I want to do this again right now.
1: <laughs> so so
3: I have I have yet to be compelled to run a full. I have so many friends that have, my husband has once, um, granted, you know, our son was turning one at the time and um, it was harder with a, a little, little person. You know, it's easier now because our kids sleep and stuff like that, but <laughs> um, I have my friends and their training schedules and I watch them and I hear them talk about it. And it's, it's, um, life consuming in a sense between the eating, the sleeping, the running, just, it is, it is a lot to be able to get your body to run that long. And, um, so if I do it, which I probably will because I'm an idiot like that but uh, (laughs) (laughs) someday someday because I I just like I just like to see what I can do Um, when I do it it's one of those things I think I'm going to have to have considerably less going on On, so that way I can devote a lot more mm-hmm. of that time to the sleep, to the eat, to the recovery, to the running, because there's days, you know, they're getting up and they're running eight miles before work. And Oof. I'm just, woo, yeah, I, I know. And then even getting in your your long runs on your weekends, mm-hmm. even, you know, especially now people training for fall half some marathons and things like that like you kind of start building up your summer mileage but with the heat and the humidity and all this sort of stuff i mean you're going out it takes it's toll. it takes it's exhausting you're getting out you know by 5 5:30 so you can try to avoid it and beat it as much as you can and then even you are, i mean the humidity is brutal and it it wipes you out for good you know, you need to go home and shower and well, sleep I, I, I and eat. I,
1: I applaud you if you do run another half. Uh, well,
3: I'm... Um, because 13.1 <laughs>
1: miles is 13.1 miles more than I
3: run. <laughs> I'm excited enough to do one this fall, so I kind of need to start getting my... Oh, my. Yeah, I kind of need to start getting uh, my act together for that. So, uh, oh, All right. Well, and a couple other events. So yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Well, we wish you well on that. Thank and you. we're looking forward to working with you again. Yes. Uh, a couple more times within the next four or five weeks. Woo.
3: Yeah. It's gonna go fast. That will. So just book your July seventh right now. Just get out your phone. Yep. July seventh at seven. The Vades at Wild Prairie Winery. Just put it in your phone, so you don't miss it. Because you're not gonna want to miss it.
1: No, you aren't. No. All right. Thank you. You're welcome, Ms. Emily Wilson. Appreciate it. We'll be back with more. Well, actually, to wrap up the day, Folly Hour, in just a moment.
2: Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does, while supplying high-quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3x and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th.
0: From the Dipsy Doodle Studios at the world headquarters of Big D Entertainment, a 40-square-foot home studio in the middle of America, it's Dave Holly. Thanks again to
1: those great guests, Whitney Rapana and Emily Wilson. And, of course, thank you for listening, downloading now over 14,000. Thank you. Sharing, following on social media, and those cups of coffee. If you haven't so far, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. That automatically gets you entered for pizza with a podcaster. Now, if you're looking for an actual website, you get all 183 episodes. Go online at DaveHollyHour.com. As the Sioux Falls Arts Council says, "Together we art." As Arts South Dakota says, "Home is where the art is." As I say, "Put some art in your heart." Remember, I'm Dave Holly, and for me, every day
0: is a holiday. The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by. T.J.S. Ceramics, Posh Boutique, The Sky in Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffett Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and look for a coffee cup icon in the lower left. The Dave Holley Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment.
1: Thanks for listening.